Game Pass News recorded Tuesday, November 16th. Today we chat about Halo Beta saying hello to the world a little early. Even more games hit Game Pass today because, you know, why not? Why not? And we have an awesome guest, Mr. Insipid Ghost himself, to chat about all this stuff with us. Sean, how are you doing today? I. I'm turning my iPad down because it's running in the background. I know. I um, sound great. That's all I need to know. I sound real good. Yeah, you sound awesome. Uh, I'm good. Thank you very much. Um, spent the day today playing quite a bit of Halo, uh, a bit of Farza, and I went for a run. So, you know, pretty good day off. Nice, nice. Luke, thank you so much for joining us, man. We are honored to have you on to chat about Halo, to tell us all about what's going on in the Xbox world. Um, how have you been, man? How are you doing? I am fantastic. There is so much to talk about. I am honored to be on, so I appreciate you. I apologize. My lighting went for a, a smoosh as soon as you uh, hit live. I couldn't believe what happened. But no, I'm great, man. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. No, no problem. It was it was the apt timing. I mean, what a what a great what a great week to to have you on. We're we're excited for sure. Um, it's the tw- it was the twentieth uh birthday of uh, xbox and we got a lot of stuff man we got a lot of stuff but most importantly at the end and you know if you watched my direct you'll know i thought it was all a bunch of fooey i didn't think anything was gonna happen with this rumor um hambo johnny hey man how you doing uh but they dropped halo infinite beta multiplayer halo infinite multiplayer beta you gotta get it all you gotta get it all in there um so guys uh luke i'm gonna start with you man you uh you're our guest like have you jumped in at all i'm sure you have what do you think about it well the beta is as clean as it was when they had the flights uh, a few months ago and and certainly has been polished even more so uh i'm we kind of got wind that this might happen it sort of certainly started leaking in like 18 different places pringles of all places was leaking it uh which was funny in and of itself but uh it seemed like a great win for the halo community for the xbox community to get to have this go live and be able to jump in the beta tag on it is actually very smart i think because uh it allows them to kind of clean any any small little mishaps or things that aren't Uh, jiving well with the community they can kind of fix that before the official launch on december 8th and that's when a lot of other media outlets outside of gaming are likely going to pick it up the next halo in the franchise and such Um, so i think it was a big win for them the gameplay is is fantastic uh the progression holds over which is even better so you can essentially play halo infinite right now you can spend money in halo infinite right now um and for me that means it's out and so i think it's a great win for the xbox community yeah, I, um, you know, I, I jumped in right away. I got, I was one of the people that got the blue screen to death immediately, um, oh. unfortunately. Um, but, and then I had to go to work. I was like, I don't know when they're going to fix this problem. Cause then they came out, I was like, is anybody else getting this? And then they came out and said, Hey, yeah, it's, it's a thing we got to fix. It seemed like they fixed it pretty darn quick. V- very um, quick. Yeah. Did they? A server okay. slammed. Yeah. Yeah. I totally get it. Um, but I had to go to work, so I didn't get to, I didn't get to check it out until a little bit later. Um, but man, I, I mean, I really love it. Anybody who listens to our shows knows I'm not an online shooter guy. So mm-hmm. it's exactly kind of what I thought it would be. Will I play with Sean? Yeah, for sure I will. Will I play alone? I don't know. I get slammed, man. <laughs> like, like, I don't you, know how much I got. <laughs> I apologize for interrupting, but I'm curious. Do you enjoy bot matches? Because I find a lot of joy in them as I get older, especially. Do you enjoy bot <laughs> matches? Um, I might give it a shot. I tried. I did one. The one mm-hmm. where you, you know, like it was a tutorial one that you're, you're with the Marines. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I definitely felt like it, I definitely had more fun there than I did on some of them. It was interesting, Sean. What, before I get too deep into that, Sean, what's your first impressions of Halo? Um, I'm going to go back because so I'm going to do some of the bot stuff because I'm hoping you can kind of increase the difficulty every single time you go back to play it. So it's kind of like a bit of a, a training run because I take a bit of time to warm up. I've played a lot of Warzone. So, like, I'm used to the fast pace, the, like, people coming from behind and so on and so forth. But being able to do, um, like, a bit of training, I've done it every now and then in Warzone, gone through 
hit the AI, got it kind of like ramped it up and like made it as difficult as I can get it to see how far I can push myself. If I can do the same in Halo with the bot matches, that'll be great. Um, what I've played of it so far, I've played about two to three hours of it today. Um, mm-hmm. I've played in a lot of ranked matches. I've had my ass handed to me quite a bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I've also had a couple of good matches where, um, you know, I've scored quite high on the scoreboard as well as we've managed to achieve whatever we were trying to keep. So I'm enjoying it. I, like from, I played a little bit of the Master Chief Edition um, just to kind of warm up to it. And I found that that gameplay was quite slow. This is a completely different like class for that. It's still fast paced. The, the being able to like jump and then slide and like sprint and slide and stuff like that. And the grapple and a couple of other boosts that are quite like, um, they've done really well to kind of modernize Halo for me. It certainly feels like they've tried to blend modern shooters and the, the quick time to kill of something like a battlefield and Call of Duty with kind of the old school, longer time to kill shielded battle of, of Halo. And I'm, it feels to me like they have, you know, bridged that gap well, but time will tell. And in a year where battlefield and, and uh, Call of Duty are certainly struggling out the gate, Call of Duty Vanguard, not Warzone. Um, it'll be interesting to see if the community outside of Xbox takes to Halo and if it kind of makes a mark beyond that of just the console uh, space. Sure, sure. Hey, um, so we have, we first off, we have uh, Mr. Nintendo Dad himself, Masson, in the, uh, in the chat. Justin, he, Justin Masson? Justin Masson, that's the I one. I love Justin. That's awesome. Hey, Justin, what's up, man? Long time um, to talk. Yeah, he has a couple questions. One, he says it's not um, his his PC could not handle uh, the 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 Halo beta, and he's wondering when it's coming to cloud gaming. Um, and I don't have an answer for that question. Does anybody it's, know? I do. It's already on. You can play it right now. Um, I loaded up my tablet with XCloud earlier to pop in some Avengers. I often run like dailies on my cloud because I am addicted to a bad game, um, and it's it was right there, ready to go. So okay. you can play via cloud at the moment. Uh, if he's asking about cloud gaming on the console, that is on its way, but not out yet. But like you can play on your tablet, your PC, and, and any of the other. Okay. Justin don't care about that console. He doesn't. He's he's PC and X Cloud on a. I don't know what he plays on a phone, or I don't know what he's playing on. But I know he doesn't have a console just yet. We're we're working on him, Luke. We're working on him. Hey, so. wherever you play, as long as you're having fun and not That's taking right. away from others. That's what's Amen. up. Amen. Amen um and so and the other question is this is uh well we're going to save your other one for a little bit later he wants to know about what you think about a game pass dongle so let's just actually we'll just do it now because i don't know how long he can be on he's asking how long do you think xbox will offer a game pass dongle in the future similar to stadia that question's to me yeah yeah that was totally you he doesn't care about us luke it's yeah yeah he he directed that straight to you (laughs) um Absolutely, that is is going to be on its way. I would venture to guess that we would have seen it sooner if it wasn't for uh, worldwide production being down and components being in such a, a necessity to get the, kind of the hardware out. Last I heard, and this is hearsay, so so my understanding is that uh, PlayStations were around 13 million sold, PlayStation 5s, and Xboxes, Series S and X combined were around like eight to nine, but they're selling out everywhere. So it's more a matter of availability. I would imagine that, everything is going into getting those units out. And I don't think you're going to see a dongle um, as soon as we might've otherwise thought. However, when you've got cloud-based applications and smart TVs that are as good as uh, what, it, what is it out there and available now, I think you're going to see that app happen sooner than later. I know my smart TV could totally do it. Um, I'm sure my, you know, many other smart TVs could, could handle it fairly well. Um, but we'll see like, like, right, right. It's more a matter of latency between the controller and the TV, not the actual screen and the image that, that, that is happening there. So I absolutely think you're going to see a dongle. That's the key to getting into some of the more niche markets that Xbox and um, American consoles have always struggled to get into. Uh, but it, I think Xbox is going to be the second console for a lot of households in the way that Nintendo's, uh, were, were the second console for the Wii and Wii U generation, I should say. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of people booting up an Xbox account, but not necessarily a console. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Sure. And it's it's almost you can guarantee that every household's got a smart TV, but you can't guarantee that every household can afford the console or 
so on and so yeah. forth. So having the software available rather than the hardware being delivered is there, a, is a good good business ethic to go by. Their brilliance was in in marketing XCloud. They the first thing they mentioned was that you could play with Sony DualShock. And when they said that, it was like, oh, you mean the thing that has 115 million units available and there's probably a controller everywhere? Uh, and, they, and if it's a Bluetooth controller, xCloud can process it and run it. And so I mean, that's the key right there. That's, that's just impressive. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, and I, actually, I said last week that if they, if they would come out with a dongle, there's a lot more games that I would play because my, my Xbox is down here because that's where my podcasting streaming station is. So it just makes sense. Um, but man, and I, I bought the backbone and I, I like it. But mm -hmm. still, there's times where I'm like, I don't want to get up and get that and hook it to my phone. I'm lazy. All right. I'm just going to admit it. This does not take that long to hook the backbone to the phone. I So I don't need anybody to tell me that. Um, but man, if I could just like sit on my couch and play after the wife goes to bed, uh, I'm in. I am in. I would love it. So, a lot of games yeah. do touch controls. I mean, that's an option in a way that I wouldn't have thought. A lot of games do it very well. And I would have thrown up at the idea three years ago. But after mm -hmm. playing Streets of Rage 4, with touch controls and it working i was like all right maybe there's something to this i'm gonna have to try streets of rage 4 because sean's sean's smiling because he knows that i think touch controls are just yeah. like absolutely it, it's a segment <laughs> with some it's a segment we're sometimes running the podcast called touch me and uh nick will kind of <laughs> i'll have tested and driven a uh one of the cloud-based games um mm -hmm. via the touch control and he kind of gives his feedback on it and sometimes <laughs> it's hilarious Sometimes it gets absolutely burned, and sometimes um, I can't remember the one game that you quite enjoyed via touch control. Wild um, was it? Wild? Is it wild? Wild at heart. Yeah, that's yeah, the one. Yeah, yeah. I'm not played that one with touch control. That actually worked out pretty well, actually. Um, so, um, next thing I want to chat about. It's not. It's not on here, Sean. But I just want to touch it before we get too far. Any other? Wait. Before I leave, any other Halo beta thoughts? Anything else that we're missing? <laughs> Other than fixing the playlists, which I'm sure they're going to work on because the like, I, I cannot play Oddball again. I literally, if if it goes, if it loads into Oddball, I leave the match and then mm. try and because I it's if you you can't run while holding the ball, that really annoys me. It makes it very difficult to ev evade enemies. So. Yeah. yeah, it's totally for teams. Like it's it's meant for teams. It's meant for somebody. So I was playing not I was playing against a team that I could like I was just I was more watching them than fighting them and I was pretty at awe of like the one guy would shoot it, it would drop right at his feet and he would just leave it. And I was always like, what is that guy? What is that guy doing? Like what pick up the ball. But what he was doing was protecting it until I don't know if you know if he didn't if he didn't defend as well or what, but he would pick it up and crouch and then everybody would just like surround him. And it was it was really impressive to watch how how well that team like worked together. Um and so I can see why it's it I can see why they did it the way they did do it, but I also agree uh, and I don't think a lot of people like oddball because uh, I in the quick play mode, I've gotten three of my four or three of my no, I guess I played five. So it'd be like four of my five matches were oddball matches. Mm -hmm. And my favorite match that I played today was capture the flag. I only played one match that was an oddball. So, so yeah. it it's a little frustrating, but it also makes sense that the people and I think we talked about this off air. The people that are playing Halo right now are doing so because they're informed because it was a stealth drop and people are into that into that community and they've only got a day or two's worth of data to match make with as far as like true skill ratings and putting you with the right crowd and in day two they're figuring out what people like and don't like they're very aware of battle battle pass progression issues that, that people are unhappy with oh uh, yes that's the other one that i i really want to hit i'm sorry for jumping in but yeah that for sure and and there's there's a lot that they're doing well with the battle pass that you can unlock at any time. You can switch between battle passes. It never goes away. I love that. Like, I think all that's great, but it doesn't feel rewarding to play. Your, your time doesn't feel rewarded uh, in the ways that people were hoping it would, but it is still day two. So while I'm not defending that at all, I do have high hopes that this team is listening because they need Halo to be a win uh, and they need to fix it ASAP. The nice thing for them though, is that they launched the multiplayer beta as opposed to the full game, even though it absolutely is the full game. And so they can hold off on, on Metacritic ratings and anything else until the full game launches. Uh, and they can sort these things out with the informed crowd now. And then the little Johnnies and such that, that don't, uh, that are not playing right away. will get into a better experience when the time comes. 
Yeah, I I do totally agree with the beta. Yeah, the but the progression is a little a little whack. We we won the capture the flag. That was my first one, and I just I was waiting for like I don't know a progression or some, and it, there was nothing. I didn't get anything for winning the match. Uh, I got stuff for like jumping on this guy for the first time, or you know all these random like silly achievements, which are cool, especially for a guy like me. I'm not I'm not saying they shouldn't be there. Um, but especially for somebody like me who might be like, listen, I'm, I'm not going to win a lot of matches, but if I can do like, go find this or go, go do random little things to still progress, that is likely to keep me playing longer than if the only way I win, right. only way I move forward is kills and wins. So, yeah, I'm, I'm very curious to know. I just, I looked at the chat and saw Justin is checking out xCloud version of Halo. I'm curious to know how that plays. Cause my experience with xCloud, I almost never do multiplayer. And with a game that's so such so in demand and such high fidelity, uh, I'm curious to know what that cloud experience is like because this game plays on Xbox One, One S, One X, Series S, Series X, X Cloud, PC. Like it's it's everywhere. So I'm really curious to know how his experience will line up with the critics, with uh, other users when the time comes for that. It's funny you say that because I actually I don't know if this is just how the menu works at the moment. But I'm always like one of the first to load in. I'm always waiting for other gamers to load in. And I, I wondered, I was like, is that because everybody else is playing on like a slower hardware? And I mean, I am I am hardwired in. So I'm sure that mm -hmm. that is all like playing a part in that fact. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I did wonder. And to be fair, I've had no lag. Like I have not had an internet. Uh, it's just I've wait. The, the game is snappy, like from mm -hmm. turn, like from opening it up to getting the the longest I wait is for other players to load into a match. I, mm -hmm. I've been utterly blown away by how snappy the game is. Probably shouldn't be because most of their games have been on the new on the new hardware. Um, but yeah, I that is an interesting point that I, I did think about when I was waiting for players to load in. Yeah. So yeah, anything else you got, Sean, on Halo beta before we move on? No, other than I streamed it earlier on. So if you want to see my initial reactions, it's somewhere on Twitch. <laughs> it's it's in the Twitch sphere. Go go look it up at Game Pass News. Um, but you know where that is if you're listening to us right now. <laughs> um, the uh, the second thing I wanted to mention about the twentieth birthday stream one that was it that was a it it was like a. It was a look back and kind of, you know, uh, almost a pat on their back and what they've done, which they certainly deserve. But it was also in the end, I was afraid it was going to go real long, but it mm -hmm. actually didn't. It was they had like a look back and then a drop of news and then a look back and then a drop of news. And I thought I thought that pacing was actually pretty good for what the stream was supposed to be. Um, you know, it's not an E3 like sizzle trailer game, 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 game. Um, but they dropped two things. They dropped two TV-based things. There's a do six-part documentary on a variety of streaming platforms. They did not mention which ones that would be, which I think is very cool. I can't wait to watch that. Um, kudos to the what I saw already. It looks like they're. It's not just going to be a big pat on their back. They're going to touch on those, you know, Red Ring of Death era yeah, issues the, too. The, the and... Xbox One flop is one that's on there as well. Yep. Yeah. So, and I know Frosticle said, I wish Nintendo would do this. And the first thing I said to him, I said, I don't think Nintendo, like, it, I don't think Nintendo is transparent and open enough to be able to be like, hey, let's talk about the times where we really like screwed the pooch we, on, we on our console. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't think Nintendo knows what a streaming service is, much less how to get a documentary on the one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All that. Hey, they they, they really have true. Twitch now. You can, you can watch Twitch on your Switch. Mm -hmm. Switch hey, on the switch. That's there right. we go. Things the Vita could do. I love it. <laughs> Luke Sizzle Reel. Um, no, no one's got better IP. Well, Sony might now. Sony might now have better IP, but Sony or Nintendo's IP is unrivaled. But mm. their tech and their methodologies, to me, are still behind the times and trading on nostalgia. That said, uh, the, those they make some extremely high quality games. No one can take that from them. And yeah. congrats to them for Metroid Dread getting a Game of the Year nomination at the Keeleys. That's cool. Good for them. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so there's a documentary coming out, and then there's Halo, a uh, Halo Master Chief series, or is it a Halo series? Man, I should have known. Um, coming out on Paramount Plus. Damn it, the only the only streaming service that I do not currently subscribe to it feels like i'm currently he says currently. Yeah. oh yeah no they've got me 
They've got me. I'm in. Uh, do you guys have <laughs> Paramount Plus? Will you get it for a Halo series? Uh, no. I, 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 I struggle to balance between Amazon. Well, I have Amazon Prime, so I, I get it yearly because we, we tend to get quite a lot of stuff delivered. Like with Lindsay's business and stuff, we were using it quite often. So sure. and my health insurance pays for it. So I, that's why I like to keep running because it pays for everything. Um, so we've got Netflix and we've got Disney Plus. They're the only two that I run. And they're the only two that I will run because outside of that, there's just too much to watch. And I already have choice paralysis when it comes to trying to find things to watch. And I find I'm just watching the same stuff over and over again anyway. Uh, I do have Paramount Plus and I have all the streaming services and I excuse myself on that because my wife really loves watching TV. She likes a lot of different types of TV. Um, that's my excuse. Really, it's that Paramount Plus has all the Star Treks and I'm a big nerd and I gotcha. love Star Trek. Uh, so I'm, I'm in on this Halo series. I was always going to be in on a Halo series. Uh, they seem to be taking it seriously where some of their live action yeah. stuff has not been uh, as full budget as it otherwise could have been. Um, so I'm anxious to see kind of what they come up with because live action Halo is hit and miss. Some of those commercials are incredible. Some of the shorts are great. Some of the stuff is really bad. Um, so we'll see how it turns out, but if it brings Halo to a new generation of people, or it makes it interesting for a group of people that wouldn't otherwise play, I think that's awesome. Cause there's a lot of ways to enjoy the Halo universe, books, comics, TV, strategy games, mobile games, and first person shooters as well. So, um, cheers to them for doing it. We'll see how it turns out. Yep. I, I totally agree with that. Um, I think it's a great business move. Uh, you know, they'll all feed into each other. There's certainly no... They certainly understand that. I mean, they have they're marketing the heck out of that out of Master Chief. I mean, I'm a big I'm a big Squatch Soap fan, and all of a sudden, like I get I get emails from them about hey, get Master Chief soap, and I'm like, are you so- really? We're going there? Never saw that coming. My soap got here today. Oh, Luke! <laughs> I smell like- fantastic, and it really is good soap. But I bought it strictly because of Halo. And it yeah. really, I'm, I'm gl- happy to say it is nice. It is good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sure it is because I love their soap. So there you go. Uh, we we are not sponsored by Squatch Soap, but we could but be you, if you wanted to. We should to. be. That's right. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was, did anybody go and do the Xbox vault thing? Um, yes. I the, I watched the, like, the segments on YouTube. So I watched like all the bits that interested me because I did. It was my son's birthday yesterday. Um, which is why I didn't join Nick live. And I tried to watch Nick live and join in, in the chat, but it, it was all happening as the family was landing to kind of wish him a happy birthday. So um, happy birthday, I watched Logan. The bit, yeah, I watched a bit with Rock and I was kind of like, I like the guy and I like the fact that he, he likes to rib himself for how he was dressed and stuff like that. I thought it was really funny. But then I started to feel like it was very much pushing and pro- promoing his, his film. So I think that's when I kind of like oh, it was. Off. I was like, it definitely yeah. was. But I don't know if you know, Sean, they had uh, Xbox.com slash vault is like a, like a little giveaway thing that you go there and you have to answer this trivia and you get so many points. Um, I I don't know if you can still do it. I tried to do it, but I got I think too many people were slamming it. I got kicked out at the very end after I got my points. I never actually got registered. So did you get registered, Luke? I did. I don't know what that really did for me. Um, yeah, it was a little heavy on the red notice thing, but like whatever. Mm-hmm. You had The Rock and then Gal Gadot and Ryan Reynolds in the background looking gorgeous as they always do. So yeah. I don't know how that hurt them, but I don't know what I really registered for, if I'm being honest. I have no idea. He said something about like, we have thousands of these red cards or hundreds, I don't know, to give away. And I'm like, well, I, I don't know. I really want that. But sure, I'm going to go. and If it's free right. junk, I'm going to go and sign up for it. You better believe right. it. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, that's good stuff. Um, what's this? What's the uh, what's the what's the anime perk? Help me out here, Sean. I don't know what this so, is. So, I got a notification from my Xbox Game Pass app telling me that one of the perks that I could unlock with the points that you earn while you're signing into Game Pass, playing games on Game Pass, unlocking achievements on Game Pass games, um, one of the perks that you can. In- you can enjoy at the moment is the free crunchy roll anime perk so if you're a big fan of anime series and stuff like that you can currently get 75 days of crunchy roll premium which is like their mega fan they call it for free um 
So you've got access to over a thousand series of ad free new episodes one hour after they've been aired in Japan, stuff like that. Um, if you want to claim that, you log in via your console or via the PC, um, spend your points that you've earned from playing Game Pass games and unlocking achievements. And you can do that up until the 8th of February next year. So nice. I just, I, I know, like, uh, I know Jesse is a big fan yeah, of the series. Yeah, we have some Discord fans. Yeah, so I thought yeah. I, I best pass that information on because some people might not see it for whatever reason. It wanted to notify me, but it, it's of all the perks that you can get at the moment, that's one of the good ones. So, sure, sure. Uh, I forgot to mention uh, Xbox has expanded the backwards compatibility. That was also one of the drops in that twentieth uh, anniversary thing to seventy new games. Any one of those really interest you guys? Where you were like, yes. The back and back games, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the old Star Wars stuff I never got my hands on when it first came out, like episode three, people speak highly of in the Clone Wars games. But I think I had a lot of their heavy hitters in terms of back and back games already out. However, Max Payne was a big win, I think, for a lot of people. Fear as sure. well, yeah, yeah um, those are the ones they highlighted for sure. Hard to complain about more back compat, though. That's yeah, a, yeah. only a good yeah. thing, you know, yeah, exactly. No, for sure. Uh, wonderful. Actually, when I went to this, when I went to their website, the I can't remember what it was to get to the compatible games. Uh, there was four thousand five hundred and some odd entries. I didn't realize how much they have actually been working on those backwards compatibility games. I thought, I mean, that's pretty impressive. That's a that's a lot of games to be backwards compatible. So yeah, yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Luke. I, I was just thinking, it's like, <laughs> there are two games that I really want that, like, nobody else would ask for, but I really want Star Trek Legacy on there, and I really want Marvel Nemesis Rise of the Imperfects. But that's it, right? Like, we're at the point now where so many of the games that the majority of people would want are available, that now it's all these niche things. It's like yeah. the one or two small games, and then, in truth, how many of them are actually going to be purchased? So the fact that they're delivering still at this point, I'm surprised, uh, but they are still make, getting games back in Pat. Uh, worthy but i also think publishers and relationships are being built and rebuilt because of it people are realizing they can sell games from 15 20 years ago and they make money on it that's why a lot of those lucas games showed up uh and there's no coincidence that that is happening in the wake of the indiana jones deal and and lucas is kind of rebranding like this is a smart thing for everybody involved because i will pay money to play some of those old games as will others uh and it's it's a practice that nintendo has refined and then the Xbox is making and PlayStation Xbox is ahead of both PlayStation and Nintendo in this respect, despite of the three having the weakest legacy in terms of like heavy hitting sure. big games uh, of your. So it's interesting to watch. I hope that Sony and Nintendo take note because they're the ones that have everything that people want to play. You know, that's true. Yeah, 100 percent. Yeah. Um, we, our, our journalist in the field has an update. Our field reporter has an update. Uh, Justin, Justin Masson has just uh, reported in that, uh, he lost, but it wasn't because of the platform, rather his skill and the input and stream was solid. So that's that great is, to hear. That is great news. Yep. Nice. So, I mean, not that you lost Justin, but, uh, we're real sorry about that, but, yeah. uh, but that it was a solid experience for him. Yeah. And how absolutely fantastic is that? You can play this. You can play this huge game, stream it on a phone. I just, I just, uh, that'll never complete. I'll never completely not be awed by that fact. I just, I don't know. It's something that that Xbox has done that is just absolutely marveling to me. That you can play it on a console natively, or you can play it on an X Cloud on a on an iPhone. Nick, know. five years from now, you're gonna take it for granted. That's that's the thing. It's like wireless controllers, man. Remember, it was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Now it's like, what's a wire? You know? (laughs) Yeah, it's it's totally true. I know Nintendo sometimes comes out with these really cool designs, and I'm like, oh, that's so. Oh, it's got a wire. Never mind. (laughs) It doesn't matter how cool the design is. If there's a wire hanging from it, I'm out. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So very quickly, the um, because you touched on the vault thing. um, It's currently still available. And okay, cool. I'm currently doing it. <laughs> Best of luck oh, to nice. your trivia skills. Yeah. Yeah, I'm at, I'm at 1,200 at the moment, points. Cool. There you go. Yeah, we... Listen, Justin says he thinks more and more about picking up a Series S. I told, I told, I told Luke, we're... we're uh, you know, you can play wherever you want. I totally agree with him, but we're working on you. Slow but sure. 
So the Series S is that's the trap of the Series S, and that's the benefit of the Series S is it's affordable. Uh, you're not going to get a ton of memory in it, but in all likelihood, many of the games that you would want to experience if you're grabbing a Series S are going to be streamable, or you can can kind of offload onto a a donkey drive, which I don't know what they a mule. That's what a donkey a mule, a mule uh, kind of what was what I do. I have a five gig just plugged in. It doesn't run at the speeds of a series SX, but I can offload stuff very quickly onto it, onto it and off to it. Uh, I absolutely think that the series S is the way to go. If you are not making Xbox your primary system and that's absolutely fine. Xbox doesn't care. And, and nor should any gamer, like if you want to play yeah. some of the great exclusives that that Xbox has and has down the pipe, I mean, Forza horizon five, 9 million players. Now uh, that's a great fantastic incredible game and it's perfect because it's not a simulator it's an arcadey style racing game that's just just in between Gran Turismo and Mario Kart and you can play it however you want so there's a lot coming there's a lot that's there that people missed over the past few years rightfully so because Xbox didn't get it done last gen but because of that you have a great back catalog to go and explore and the Series S is a great way to get into it I think yeah, uh, to be fair, that's what I did. I had no idea we were going to be doing this podcast when when the Series S came out. I was just I was just hanging out, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy a Series S. And I was lucky enough to get one at launch. And uh, yeah, that totally sucked me in. And I was like, Sean, we should do a Game Pass thing. I'm having too much fun over here. I want to <laughs> chat, chat about this. We actually would spend like an hour before Dad Crossing just talking about Game Pass. So then we were like, we should make a podcast out of this. <laughs> That's, uh, um, that's yeah awesome. that's that's, that's awesome. how it works yeah it's fantastic uh so xbox is hosting an extra live event on on uh giving tuesday yeah, tuesday yeah. yeah tuesday the 30th that's an awesome idea they're gonna raise a, a crud ton of money i'm gonna i can't wait to see the number that they bring in i mean i mean absolutely seriously so are they they have i didn't click on it are they having their streamers do it do you know they're, I uh, think it's a selection of people that are doing. There's selection, probably a selection of. Uh, what are the ambassador streamers? That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, uh, Major Nelson, Aaron Greenberg, Phil Spencer will all hop on and have fun with fans. Oh my gosh! That's so cool. yeah, like you know, there you go, the legends themselves. That's cool. So yeah, yeah they have a full schedule. So the um, start at 10:15 a.m. Uh, Major Nelson. Then they're going to play Apex Legends. Phil Spencer's going to jump in uh, with special guests featuring Halo Infinite. Then State of Decay. Aaron Greenberg going to do some giveaways. Um, play of Eight, some Age of Empires, Halo Infinite, Minecraft, um, Horizon 5, um, Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass team, first 20 gameplay. That is that is so good. I'm so I'm so happy for the Miracle Network that uh, they were able to get Xbox to do something like that because I cannot imagine how much money that'll bring in. Uh, but you Brad, know, next year Brad, we just need to DM them, Sean, and be like, "Listen, we got something over here, guys. Just you know, you just come and join our Nintendo Dads team, and ne- you don't have to do that next time. See, see if so, there, there's also going to be a rare featuring Sea of Thieves, so that could be interesting to see how much any information that they give out." regards the relationship that xbox have currently got with rare yeah yeah for sure um any other news that we're missing you guys you guys heard down the heard down the rumor pike that we need to chat about or you want to chat about um no I, the... I definitely need to stream some more Thieves and kind of get justin's whistle wet for it so see <laughs> if not... is great gosh see if these is so good that game is incredible um i do did you guys note that uh Jeff Keighley's Game Awards list came out and uh, Forza Horizon 5 is kind of the, the one that people are talking about being snubbed as is Returnal. And I thought that was interesting because they're both exclusive games that I think their communities really got behind. Um, mm-hmm. But Forza Horizon 5, uh, n- the highest rated game on Metacritic for this year, not on the list uh, despite being available for selection because uh, it stops at November 18th, I believe. I thought that was interesting um, and it's interesting to me also how much weight we put into Jeff Keighley's Game Awards versus IGN's or any other right, uh, yeah. sites. Um, and, and it brings up another conversation about like racing games and game of the year stuff. But I did think it was of note that Metacritic ratings matter so little to these types of vibes that a game of the year can bring. And I have no problem with that. I, any outlet can do what they want. It was just an interesting conversation point to mm-hmm. see kind of strike up 
um, in this afternoon. Yeah, I, you know, I would agree with, I would, uh, I would agree that it's interesting. I'm not shocked. It's kind of, I don't know. It just kind of seems like it's like the, whenever you have the movie awards, right? It's always kind of the more artsy ones. I mean, a lot of times the next day I'll look at who won best picture and all that stuff. I'll be like, I don't even know what that is. Never, yeah. <laughs> never yeah. even heard of that thing. So Endgame was not on there. No infinity war. What is this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So uh, I, think, is, I think, yeah, I think it's interesting that it doesn't matter what kind of critique a game gets. Um, it's still obviously picked up by people who, like you say, want it to be a game of the year, and it kind of causes, uh, makes it interesting because it's you, you can't guarantee who it's going to be or what game it's going to be or what genre of game it's going to be. So right. Well, actually, just I actually just pulled out of out of out of interest. Um, actually, I, I won't lie. I pulled it because Marty made this little comment about Xbox making crap games. That's why I pulled it. Um, <laughs> uh, and so I pulled the top ten of IGN of IGN.com's reviews. So it was. It was Forza, Deathloop, uh, Flight Sim was on there, but that was last year. Um, and then there was three others in the middle, and I can't remember what they... There were three others in between those that were in there. But three of the last six have been Microsoft uh, Studio Games, um, even though Deathloop is obviously not on uh, a Microsoft console. Um, did, Death Deathloop... Store, did Death Store rank in there anywhere? I'm curious. That's one of my uh, favorites from the year. I'm just curious. Not that I... not. I think I would remember if it... I only looked at 10s, so if it gotcha. got anything less than a 10, I wouldn't. So, have yeah, you had Farza, Deathloop, Disco Asylum, Splunky 2, Crusader Kings 3, and then Microsoft Flight Simulator were the top, yeah, okay. like, the ones that got 10 out of 10. And I, Yeah, and I think those last two are actually from, I know Flight Sim's from last year. I think Crusader's from last year, too. Um, so... Yeah, it is an interesting conversation. John Blanco from Dads After Dark hit it on the head and said there's no, absolutely no way that a racing game is ever going to make it on the uh, game of the year list. And I, I don't think he was wrong in that in that statement. You know, it would have back in the PlayStation 1 generation. Remember when Gran Turismo say, was first hitting its stride? Yeah, I'm going to say I thought Gran Turismo would have been there, especially for Gran Turismo 3, because that was like the first step into... Like the next gen racing before Farza then tried to catch up with others. Can't remember which one came out at the same time. I, think it's... I mean, here nor there, it doesn't matter. It's yeah. just interesting yeah. to watch the discourse. Mm-hmm. It's always interesting to watch Twitter discourse. <laughs> it's always interesting. Um, moving on to our Xbox Spotlight. These are games that we are playing currently or have been playing in the last week at least. One of the one of those. Uh, and Luke, since you are our guest, uh, we will let you go first. What have you What have you been playing this week, man? Uh, I have been playing a lot of Forza Horizon Five, a uh, good bit of Halo Infinite, uh, the new Sherlock Holmes game I was dabbling in, and I play a lot of Avengers, which you can make your jokes. I understand. Uh, I just hey, like man, being a superhero. Like like. No, <laughs> yeah. no jokes here. Yeah, no jokes here. I, I love uh, I love Avengers, but for all its problems, um, those are the games that I've been playing. Forza Horizon Five is just a special experience. I realize we just kind of mentioned it be a game of the year, uh, and then Halo Infinite, uh, also a special experience. Um, I suppose it's fitting that I'm on Game Pass news and they just kind of launched their two heavy hitters of the year. Uh, yeah. But yeah, those are kind of my two go-to games at the moment. Um, I was dabbling in Spider-Man PS5, which I love. I love both. Mm-hmm. Miles Morales and Spider-Man PS5. Those are fantastic, but I love superhero games. So Guardians of the Galaxy, Spider-Man, Avengers have all been kind of kind of fun reruns for me, uh, for sure. So I don't know which one you want me to talk about, but uh, the, the Forza Horizon and Halo Infinite, kind of the topics of our show have been what I've been playing sure. as well. Uh, yeah, well, we've all been playing a little bit of Forza. Um, mm-hmm. There's no, no doubt about that. Um, me, not as much, um, but I'm not... I, I will say this, and I said this in the last time. Uh, I'm not a, I'm not a car guy, but this mm-hmm. game still draws me in. Like they have done such a good job to find a way to make everybody have an aspect of this game that you can like. You don't have to be uh, somebody who like loves car games to love this game, and I right. I absolutely cannot credit them enough for that being uh, a part of the deal. So. Uh, Sean, how, how? I mean, I know you said you've been like you said you were liking it on the last cast. What's your? Are you still liking it? What's your thoughts now? Uh, Anything? Yes, 
Um, what normally happens with me in Horizon games is you kind of follow the progression that it wants to push you into. So, like, claiming the accolades, especially in this one, claiming the accolades, unlocking the next bit of the, like, the Horizon kind of festival features and stuff like that. Um, and then I kind of get burnt out because there's that many different logos on the map when you do it. It's like, I don't know what to do next. So I kind of like, every time I go on now, I, feel, I think to myself, right, what kind of, you know, what kind of mood am I in? Do I want to go and do like Bajar style, like cross country racing? Or am I in a like dirt and rally style? Or like before we started this, I thought, oh, I could give the street scene like a bit of a blast mm-hmm. and see if I can like road racing and stuff like that. Um, so that's what I've kind of done. You can go into the map, you can filter it down to basically what you want to look for. Even if you want to just go and hit all them speed traps or average speed areas and stuff like that, go and give them a blast. So that's what I keep doing. Um, I popped down to my parents the other day and my dad's been playing it a little bit on the PC. Um, and he's got, like I say, he's got the fast feedback steering wheel and pedals and stuff like that. So I thought I'd jump Ooh. on and try and give that a go. And he joked because I was like, he had all the, the driving assists on and i was like my man right got- there that's that's my <laughs> man <laughs> so why have you still got all these on he's like because it's impossible to drive it without and i was like no whatever and so like i turned everything off give it a go for the first 15 minutes i couldn't keep the car in a straight line i was like yeah this is horrifically difficult because there's there's no real life feel to it other than the feedback through the steering wheel which is great and the pedals with the brakes and stuff like that as soon as you turn like the traction control off and the um like the anti-lock braking and stuff like that. You don't get that fast feedback through the, the pedal as much because obviously the ABS isn't kicking in to try and take you from, stop you from braking to stop you sliding. So he's kind of- Obviously, like yes. In, yeah. So you <laughs> put your foot on the brake, the front wheels lock, like the wheels lock up in the castle. So it took some getting used to, but because you, there's no force, like if you turn in, like when I'm, I used to rally and stuff like that, I, there was a lot of the, the feel for the car and not being able to look through corners and stuff. PlayStation, sorry, PlayStation um, did really well with Gran Turismo having the VR, which made like the driving simulator stuff even better because you could look through the corner. Xbox is missing that. They, they that that's the only bit that I'm missing with driving with the fast feedback. Other than that, it was good fun. And after like 35 minutes of it, I was sweating because obviously you're fighting with the steering wheel all the time. So. I need to get better at that and keep going. Yep, I'm an I'm an all all on driving assist guy, and I'm I'm proud of it. Uh, give me that line that tells me where to be and when to brake, and I still probably won't always make it in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. That is okay with me. Um, uh, Tim is having dinner and some Game Pass news. Uh, thanks for joining us, man. We really appreciate it. Uh, we got Tim all we got all off? the dads. Yeah, we got all the. Yeah, yeah. What's up, man? Tough. This um, is cool. That's cool. I love Tim Off, and his he son. He is an amazing guy. I agree. Yeah. Um. Anything else for you, Sean? Um. Yeah. So Halo Infinite. Like I, I've hit on that. I've, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the like, the physics of the game. And the gameplay speed. Um, I think I even said it during the, the stream that it like at first I was a bit like what, uh, uh, and I was tripping over myself with it a lot, uh, and then all of a sudden I kind of got the groove, and I was like, "Yep, yeah, okay, I can see me playing a lot of this. This is dangerous. This is like my new war zone, <laughs> um, which is uh, pretty good." And then the other one that I've been playing, Grand Theft Auto, San Andreas, and we've both kind of fallen straight out of this, haven't we? Nick? Yeah, we did. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't want to get... Listen, if you love this game, that's great. And I, I am not casting shade against anybody who absolutely loves it. But for me, uh, there's just like... I, I And my friend made the same comment, or made this comment, so I will just say it. In this time in history, uh, I don't remember if I played this game or not, but in this time in history, there's just too much N-word for me to want to hear. And I mean, I'm just going to be real honest. Uh, and so I just, that, and it's funny, my friend was like, so you're okay with running over people and killing random people, but that, and I was like, yeah, that's the thing, man. I just, I don't know. So I just, and if you love it, that's great. And, and no shade, like no shade. I mean that. But for me personally, I was just like, nah, I think I'm going to roll off onto something else. So. There's no shame in that. There's no shame yeah. in that. 
it, as soon as you load the game up and you, you're in the car with Officer Tenpenny, and it's just, and I mean, like, I love the fact that they've used the original voice cast. So Officer Tenpenny is voiced by Samuel Jackson, which is lovely to hear. But the, the, like you said, there is a lot of language and a lot of yeah. derogatory language in that sense as well, which I know for the time the game was out and for the where the game is. So obviously you're in the heart of what is supposed to be like Compton, LA. Um, there's just, it, yeah, it's over the top for me as well. And I'm, a, yeah. I like, I'm a, I'm a big, I don't know if I can say it. I'm a big black comedy fan. I like those kind of, I like those kind of standups. I like those kind of films. I, I am I'm a big fan of the, the old school hip hop style stuff. So NWA, but to be playing a game, it is just, it was just over the top. And I'm the same as you, Nick. It's kind of like I played the first few missions. I'm like, okay, they've done really well at this. This plays nice. But I can't, mm-hmm. I can't deal with that amount of. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, before we roll off in the breaking news and all this stuff, I did want to have a conversation. Luke, have you pretty much hit all the halos throughout your Xbox time? Like, have you, have you touched on them all? My friend, I read the books. I read the comics. I've played through all the games many times. I played through all of them last summer, most recently with Mr. Badbit uh, and, and my buddies in an effort to prepare for Infinite when we thought it was going to be dropping. Uh, yeah. I adore and love Halo uh, in a lot of ways, well beyond just the first-person gameplay. So to answer your sure. question, yes, uh, very much so. Yes, uh, yes, and, I can, and yes. <laughs> I can wax poetic about that story lore anytime you like. Well, actually, so that's that's kind of what I wanted to do before we rolled into that. Um, so our our history, what you dropped off on Halo 2. Is that correct, Sean? Do I remember correctly? Yeah, yeah. Your, your journey. And so did I. Um, uh, I just I actually I said I picked up the S. I skipped the one generation. I, I, I got felt a little burnt by the 360 um, <laughs> after turning in quite a few of them. Plus, I was starting a family. So for all those reasons, having two consoles was not really uh was not really a deal so i'm interested in your in your uh perspective or interested in how you feel is there is there a storyline that goes from one to what is now going to be infinite is that is there a continued storyline in that way yes okay so eps- <laughs> how deep to go uh, <laughs> yeah yeah i know i know i left it open i know uh, it's kind of like Star Wars, right? They have their own segments and you can get into the grander scheme. Same with Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. You can get into the grander arcs or you can enjoy them kind of in their own uh, isolated point. Uh, games one through three are their own complete storyline. ODST is a separate storyline that exists between two and three. Um, and, and you can enjoy those kind of at your leisure. Uh, Halo 4 is fantastic probably the best of the campaigns in my opinion um and i would recommend anybody try that one they just built magic with that game in terms of visuals because it ran on a 360 uh halo 5 you're trying to do a grander playthrough of the the series it's not approachable mechanically it's fantastic but it's the story is a, a gobbledygook mess and they've abandoned it for infinite not abandoned it i should say they have written it in such a way that they will be you will be able to enjoy halo infinite without the burdens of five <laughs> Sure. Um, and so I would I would say they they can each be enjoyed in isolation. Uh, I think Halo fans will enjoy some of the connecting threads, but they have built Infinite to be a very soft relaunch, uh, okay. so that anyone can play it, uh, and that is wise on their part. They need that. They very badly need that uh, because the kid like when during Halloween, this is a real story I told on XCP. Uh, to me he's like are, are you that video game i was like yeah from halo he goes no from fortnite and that's the meme but it actually happened the kid thought i was from fortnite um and so it's like all right halo needs to be here for uh, not the old folks and so yeah uh, you know there's there's plenty to be done on that front i think yeah for sure um yeah, it's very so. What you have seen, what they have teased of the of the campaign and their little eight minute like I don't know expanded yeah. trailer. Are you yeah. are you pumped for that? Are you all in excited for that campaign mode? I mean, that's always been my jam with Halo. Unless mm-hmm. I'm playing with like people I know. I love sure. playing multiplayer with people I know in Halo, but to just be online, I'm not all that big. But but the campaign and especially playing in multiplayer, which we now know we're not going to be able to for a little bit longer. But um, playing it co-op, I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, but are you excited for what they've seen, what they've showed? Uh, 
Yes. In the eight minutes, they showed a lot of gameplay that shows an evolved Halo, if you'll forgive the pun, uh, a Halo that is acknowledging where it's fallen short in years past, where it needs to grow. Uh, things like checkpoints and outposts being not quite Far Cry or Ubisofty, but a bit more like Arkham is the, the term that's being used. And that to me makes a mm. lot of sense. Uh, if you played Arkham Knight, they did a great job with having checkpoints, but the game still feeling true to what the Arkham uh, Asylum series was. Uh, having named enemies is going to be a great move. Halo's done this before, but not in terms of like mini bosses. Uh, Halo's not known for boss fights. So it'll be nice to see kind of that taking place. Um, in large part, I think they've got the makings of something special. And I'm very curious to know how they, or if they are able to pull it off because uh, the gameplay looked pretty darn good. Even at that very poor showing, a year ago the gameplay premise the, the grapple hook and some of the movement looked to be very promising and the gameplay loop is what halo fans tend to go with but from my front after reading the books and then enjoying the grander universe it seems like they're latching onto what made halo special in terms of story and they're taking advantage of that and that is master chief and an ai versus aliens the promethean enemies uh which were very heavily featured in five and in, in a good bit in four as well, seem to be diminished, if not removed entirely uh, at this point, um, which I'm sure they'll find a way to explain. But that's what the core of Halo is, and the story seems to be accommodating that. So I'm excited for it. Cool. I I am too. I'm all, I'm all here for the campaign. Um, I'm excited to jump in that. I would love to see them. This is a conversation being that we kind of sit on a, on a Nintendo-centric Discord um server i mean not just mm -hmm. discord like chat but discord sure. server um a question we we get posed a lot or chat with a lot is like well who's uh, xbox needs a mascot a main mascot like somebody mm -hmm. who really runs it and sean and i've had this conversation probably a couple times and uh in podcast form and like we always kind of just run back to master chief it always seems like but mm -hmm. i do agree with a lot of the people that are on that are on Dad server that he just like he doesn't have that same that same feel as like a link does in Zelda where you feel like you're you're on a journey with him mm -hmm. and I'd love to see if they could turn that around a little bit and make or maybe just re reinvigorate the feeling of of past halos where you had that feeling more yeah I'm going to say he always to me whenever like there's the like the live action shots and stuff like that he always looks tired. <laughs> it always seems like the battle never ends. It's kind of like... Well, it doesn't. Poor yeah. son of a gun. <laughs> That's kind of his premise is that he is tired and he is worn, especially without Cortana now. But I, I like what you're saying about the mascot because during the Xbox One generation, the Xbox did not have a mascot. They did not. Master Chief seems to be the mascot for... Uh, for, for this new generation and they're putting him on the box. They've changed the color palette to be more inviting i think and less daunting less radical uh more than that they have made an effort to feature master chief outside of just halo games he's in fortnite there were conversations of smash brothers that he's on marketing for rockstar as he was for some other awful energy drink uh a year ago side note send me your rockstar codes i don't drink rockstar but i will absolutely steal anyone's codes uh for those cosmetics that i'll never use um <laughs> you know there's a lot to to say that they're trying to make him a mascot once again, because he was, and he was a good one for a while. Mm -hmm. But yeah, but even in even in the, the vehicle world, because you can drive a warthog in Farza. You're right. Um, yeah. The the Hoonigan YouTube channel have built a real life like 1200 brake horsepower warthog that they've driven around Los Angeles and and stuff like that. And well, that's just cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sean always sends me these like links that I never would find without without his help, and then they so, always make me. So for me, that Halo jealous. is very much the forefront of Microsoft's like picture of you know what gaming for them that is like that is the face of them. So mm -hmm. that's cool. That's really cool. Did I answer your question about mascots? Because I don't think yeah. they 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 wanted them to be the avatars at the end of Xbox. 360 and in the beginning of xbox one and it just didn't work um and then they lacked an image they had an image problem understandably don matrick was the the face of xbox and he was the meme tv 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 and it just didn't work but i th think they're trying to bring master chief back sea of thieves is getting more and more recognizable uh 
they've got all the Bethesda stuff now. So Doom Guy effectively is becoming a mascot in future. Uh, they've got so a lot of things they can touch they on. Should, they should do a, like a fight for the mascots and Doom Guy versus Master Chief. In the brawler that I absolutely want them to make, I don't care how cliche it is. Yes, I agree. It's a good. That's a good point. Yes, it's an original idea that I had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. I mean, man, if they if they could get uh, if they could get somebody that could make one for them, like Smash, like like uh, I cannot think of his name. Uh, who makes Smash? Oh, he's not. Yeah, he's not there. Yeah, Sakurai. If they could get somebody like Sakurai that could make a that could make a brawler for them the way Sakurai make has made Smash, yeah. um, man, that would be especially now with their with all their other um, uh, studios that they have that they have bought. I mean, they just have such a plethora of people yeah. that could that could. Hey, but Rare are currently making some very good looking characters in Sea of Thieves, so it wouldn't take much to cartoonize like Doom Guy and Master Chief into that kind of vision it's all about the feel and the balance in those games though i mean that's yep. that's like the thing like i mean even even smash even smash players get upset when there's a new smash out and it doesn't feel exactly like how they want to um so yeah it would be interesting to see what they could do for sure um luke thanks for that um having missed to be fair quite a few um halos uh that lets me know that i don't i this is kind of a good reset point Probably not just for me, but for a whole bunch of people. So a whole generation worth, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say I've definitely gone for YouTube and looked for timeline kind of like recap videos. Yeah, yeah, and there, and it's not, and I think probably for the same thing that Luke is saying, it's not easy because it's like you know exactly how how you started out was like, well, how deep do I go? And it's like right. you're trying, you know, how deep how deep do you make this video go and not get too lost in the weeds where nobody really wants to pay attention anymore right so yeah i get it um breaking news out today because you know why not um actually these are ea play games so i don't know how much control of that xbox really had um if you have game pass ultimate uh you can now play dead space or dragon age origins on uh cloud crew just cloud just cloud yeah that's, that's it. a strange one that's an experiment okay. is what that is that's for sure an experiment yeah yeah strange they, um, um they should definitely ahead, they should definitely have brought dead space to console ea have done a done themselves no favors there with that because this is a great game it's the the first into a great series of games by them as well so. hmm. yeah so cloud only you can play dead space and dragon age origins um, and then on the 17th, tomorrow, well, uh, the time time mixed. Tomorrow, if you're listening now, and you'll already see it if you're listening to the podcast, uh, <laughs> Next Space Rebels, which is, on, which is on it all. So it's on everything. Yep. Um, and then November and 18th, we've got... There's only one I'm interested in. Only yeah. one of these. <laughs> X01, uh, which is coming to everything. Fae Tactics, which again is coming to console, PC, and cloud. Undungeon which is console, PC, and cloud. And then the one that I'm excited about, and I'm pretty sure it's the same as you, yes. my, friend, my friend Pedro, which is an <laughs> amazing game. It is a, a, a great mixture of arcade-style gameplay and the whole Max Payne bullet time kind of stuff. Perfect balance of that. I've played it on the Switch. I've played it on mobile. I've completed it to 100%. I didn't realize Switch. it was on mobile. Yeah, I've completed it to 100% on mobile, and I will go and complete it to 100% on the Xbox. Luke, have you ever played this? My friend Pedro, I have not. Uh, I love Bullet Time. In fact, I was bummed when the Matrix games didn't hit back and pat during those announcements. Sure. Uh, but I'm constantly intrigued by my friend Pedro, but every time I've had the chance, I've not actually clicked play. Like I've even had it on my console, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I just haven't played it, but I mean, this might be the thing that gets me in. I'm saying that, but who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I know there's, I mean, there's so many games. You just gotta be like, all right, you know, yeah. you just gotta get it. It take it. I don't know. It, having, it, having it, been it, in gaming for so long, go ahead, Sean. It's got a really funny, excuse me. It's nearly midnight. Well, now Wednesday. Um, <laughs> that's right yeah um, it's got a really funny storyline so like the whole talking banana thing and it's just it's just funny so yeah, yeah. I was uh, it is it is a hilarious game but 
um, where I was saying, it's just having been in gaming when it was like you could hit all the big games, right? I mean, it was like because mm-hmm. they didn't they didn't drop very often, so it was like go to that right. one, go to that one, go to that one. And uh, now it's just like you you have to get used to the fact that you're like, yeah, that that's probably an awesome game, uh, but I just have to make the choice that I'm not going to play it because right. it's just too crazy right now when it comes to games. Yep, so, for sure. Um, the golden ticket. Chicket? Chicket. Sure, why not? Who words are hard, people. Um <laughs> has not has not changed. Oh no, I'm sorry, it has Lego Batman 2. Claim it. You don't gotta download it, as we always say, just claim yep. it. That's not a that's a pretty good one. As it when um, it comes to golden ticket games. Yeah. And then because they still haven't given us any information for the December games, I had to go rooting around on the internet and I found a website called theloadout.com. And they kind of had a, a bit of a rumor starting there that um, Star Ocean, The Last Hope, which is an Xbox 360 game, will mm-hmm. be available to claim. Vampire the Masquerade, Shadows of New York. Um, that's an Xbox One game that's going to be available. And the last one, which I am looking forward to because it's the one that I haven't played in the franchise, is Dead Rising 4. Is rumored to be the Games of nice. Gold. So that's quite a good game to kind of land for free. With your good December game too. It's a Christmas game. Yeah. yeah. Shopping mall, Christmas, mm-hmm. create weapons to take out lots of zombies. That's right. But these are rumors, people. So you know, no, no, like you a... said it was fact. I'm putting your name on it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh it's like a 50-50 chance here. I mean, we've done this before. Hasn't actually we've had stuff come out from Xbox and then it not come out until like a month and it got pushed a month when we were like we were like wait we got that from their site how did that happen um so yeah uh new games leaving Xbox I'm not gonna go through all these I'm just gonna say uh FIFA 19 might be a big one for you I don't know why because there's two other years of them out there but maybe or maybe even three at this point um and then Hello Neighbor those are probably the two big ones so. Those if games are big. Interested. People like Hello Neighbor a lot, don't they? Oh yeah, yep. I I loved it. Um, I played okay. I played that one and the and the second one. So. Yeah, I haven't played the second one. I've only played the the first one. Um, I, and I think I hit a glitch when I played it the first time because I kind of went, I got through the door and then ended up in straight in the supermarket. I'd never did the bit in between. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you. I I was telling this to Sean. Um, a friend of, we did like a, the, the fun old pass the controller around when we played Hollow Neighbor. Mm-hmm. Um, and we found the game so hard. And then we got down into the basement and we could, we just couldn't beat it. Like we just could not beat it. I, I left, I put it down and I was like, almost I left his house. Um, and I was like almost asleep and my phone rings and I'm like, why are you calling me? He's like, you can run. He was like, you can run in this game. We we have been walking the entire know. time. Oh, that's great. Yeah. We did not know. And so finally, when you go down in the basement, he chases you through these walls, and you literally can't beat it unless you run the entire time through it. And so yeah, it was pretty it was pretty fantastic. Um go figure, right? Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, that's a thing. Huh. Um so that is that is our show folks that is our deal before we wrap up though i'm sure you know who he is and what he does but just in case you don't um just in case there's somebody out there who doesn't know glory why don't you why don't you share what you do man and where you where they can find you and all that jazz well, I appreciate you having me on, first of all. It couldn't have been a more appropriate week, and I appreciate you bearing with me because uh, I, I, my schedule was so crazy. Uh, you can find me uh, hosting my own show. It's a solo show in which I do my best to interview people from around the gaming industry. That's called the Xbox Expansion Pass. It's on all your podcast services and uh, also available on YouTube if you just search Xbox Expansion Pass. Most recently, I had on Forbes uh, journalist Paul Tassi to talk about kind of ethics in journalism and how you how you navigate, you know, leaks and rumors and, and quotas and ad revenue and still stay true. Like that, that was an interesting and really good enlightening conversation. Sure. Um, uh, and then of course you can find me on Twitter at insipid ghost. And uh, I would love to hear from you. And if you give XEP a shot uh, and it's not your jam, that's fine. I just appreciate you guys giving it a listen. So thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we, we cannot thank you enough for 
coming on and uh and chatting halo and yeah, all dude. things game pass with us for sure this was awesome yeah, you, you de- de- definitely hit the right week to join us which is good yeah 100 <laughs> percent. so sean why don't you send us out man okay cool so thank you very much for listening thank you very much for watching live uh, our socials as always are at game pass news that's twitter youtube and twitch if you are listening to this via your podcasting app please if you can give us some feedback give us some stars comment add anything that we can do better or tell us anything that you don't like all feedback is always welcome uh if you want to jump in on this card that we always hit on in our show and ask the questions from uh head over to patreon.com forward slash nintendo does that's where we sit in their server as little as dollar a month you can sign up to that and chat with us chat with the nintendo dads that have been in this evening so that's tim Alf and justin masson um and thank you to Ebisel, tim come on johnny justin masson uh this is the duke and everybody for joining on the live chat and luke thanks for joining us it's been great to have you um, my pleasure guys and as always guys we hope to hear from you soon so see you later see you later guys